What's up, everyone, and welcome back to the Fast and Furious season here on Cinematic Reviews. As always, I'm your host, Chris, and this is the show about all things movie and TV. Every week, I break down and review the newest releases, beloved franchises like Fast and Furious and even upcoming projects. You can support the show by hitting that follow button on your favorite podcast network, as well as following it on all social media platforms. All those handles can be found on either the Cinematic Reviews Facebook page or the show's website at podgepage.com backslash cinematic reviews. It helps out a lot, and I appreciate all the love and support out there from everyone. The most important thing in life will always be the people in this room. Right here, right now. Salute me, Familia. Fast Five is speeding your way. So I see you've all met. What's this all about, though? Yeah, man, why'd you drag us halfway around the world? Because we got a job. That's a stealth mission. We'll be in and out before they even know we were there. We're talking about breaking into a police station. This is crazy. This is $100 million. You say what? I am down. Is all of this really necessary to apprehend two men? One's a former federal officer who spent five years in deep cover. The other one's a professional criminal. Escaped prison twice. We find them, we take them as a team, and we bring them back. And above all else, we don't ever, ever let them get in the cars. We just went from the middle of the most wanted list to the very top. You gotta keep running now. Running ain't freedom. You're going down, Toretto. Big mistake. This just went from mission impossible to mission and freaking sanity. Doesn't change a thing. Chances are, sooner or later, we're gonna end up behind bars or buried in a ditch somewhere. But not today. Fast Five was released on April 29th, 2011. The film stars Vin Diesel as Dominic Toretto, Paul Walker as Brian O'Connor, Jordana Brewster as Mia, and Dwayne Johnson as Hobbs. The film was directed once again by Justin Lin, who is best known for Star Trek Beyond and most of the Fast and Furious installments. The film grossed $626 million against a $125 million budget. The stunt where the flatbed truck crashes into the moving train was done practically without the use of miniatures or CGI. The collision nearly derailed the train as seen in the film. The scarring can be seen on uh, Vince's right arm throughout the film. This is, of course, a nod to the final heist in The Fast and the Furious, where his arm gets cut by the metal cable during that heist. The role of Hobbs was originally intended to be played by Tommy Lee Jones, 
But Dwayne Johnson was brought on because of a fan suggestion. I think they made the right call there with Dwayne Johnson. He is incredible in this, not just this film, but in this franchise as a whole. Tommy Lee Jones would have been interesting, though, to see in this Luke Cobbs uh, special agent role. During the police car race between Dom, Brian, Roman, and Han, the lights of one of the police cars turns on. This is, of course, Roman's car. Uh, this was actually a malfunction. Dodge had just released that model of Charger, so it was still in the quote-unquote prototype phase. Justin Lin decided to leave it in because he believed that it was something that Roman would have done. Uh, he made the right call there as well. That's totally something that Roman would do in a scene like that. Paul Walker did most of his own stunts in the film. He trained with parkour specialist Paul Darnell. The brawl between Dwayne Johnson and Vin Diesel took over a week to shoot. Puerto Rico doubled as uh, Rio de Janeiro thanks to an $11 million tax incentive. Elsa Pataki uh, went through tactical training uh, with a police slash military advisor for her role as Elena. Originally, shooting was to take uh, only two months, uh, but ended up taking uh, five months, uh, even with three film units shooting concurrently. Michelle Rodriguez didn't know about the twist ending involving Letty until she saw herself in the theaters. And then lastly, Eva Mendez appears in the post credit scene as Monica from Too Fast, Too Furious. So Fast Five is, is one of the reasons why I wanted to do a Fast and Furious season on the podcast. I, I love rewatching it, and I'm really, really excited to finally break down and review it for the show today. It's one of the greatest, if not the greatest action films of the century. This is honestly the peak of the franchise. It doesn't get much better than Fast Five. Fast Six and Seven uh, get pretty close to it, but they're not quite on the same level uh, as Five, though. Fast Five is just something truly, truly special. The action is incredible. The music hits on every level. The cast has excellent chemistry on screen. The set pieces are awesome. First off, I want to start with the cast. Vin Diesel and Paul Walker return as Dominic Toretto and Brian O'Connor. They are on the run from the FBI along with Dom's sister, Mia, who is once again played by Jordana Brewster. As we saw at the end of Fast and Furious, Mia and Brian broke Dom out of custody by taking down that transport bus. Uh, that was a crazy scene. I love rewatching that. I love. I also love the idea of there being cliffhangers. Uh, I makes uh, the franchise a little unique when they do all these cliffhangers leading into the next movie. Vin Diesel is actually really great in this film. Uh, this franchise is really the only time where I'm not annoyed by his acting. Dom isn't Dom without Vin Diesel. So I forgive uh, his not so great acting in these films. Uh, I think he acted his best in The Fast and the Furious, uh, but he's still pretty great uh, in Fast Five. It's when we get to the newer installments, uh, especially F9 and Fast X, where Diesel starts to take the franchise a little too serious uh, and tries way too hard to convince the audience that he's a great actor, which he's not. Uh, he's a little more contained in Fast Five, which I like. Paul Walker, on the other hand, I actually think was a good actor. Yeah, he basically plays Paul Walker in all his films, but he knew what he was good at and he stuck to it. Uh, I always respected him for that. Uh, he was incredible in this film. I love all the jokes he threw out there. I thought he was awesome during the action sequences. It's really cool uh, to read that he does a lot of his own stunts. Um, 
and I always imagine today where he would be, he would probably be in the same category as, you know, Tom Cruise and Keanu Reeves. Maybe not quite on their level. They kind of take their stuff to the extreme, specifically Tom Cruise. But the fact that Paul Walker was doing his own stunts really uh, was really impressive. And and thinking about it today, where he would be in his career today, he would probably be doing a lot of what um, Reeves and Cruise is doing, where he's trying to create these authentic experiences. And maybe eventually... Uh, if he were still with us today, maybe he would have, you know, popped up in a Mission Impossible movie or something. Uh, one of those movies where he can keep doing practical stunts. And it's just really unfortunate that he passed away really, really too soon in his career. So, but yeah, he's he's terrific in here. And I also think he has really good chemistry with uh, Jordana Booster. Um, I believe in their relationship. Uh, I, I really like... Uh, their their bond that they have going back from the first film and then now five films into this and they're still going strong jordana brewster gets a bit more to do in this installment which is great uh i thought she was awesome in this kind of you know eye in the sky uh member of the crew yeah she spent most of the film on the laptop but it's an important job especially considering what they're up against in this installment uh they end up pissing off the wrong guy during their time in rio uh, the villain of this installment is Reyes. Uh, Rio's very, very powerful politician slash crime lord. Uh, he controls the entire police force and all the government agencies in Rio. Uh, Dom, Brian, and Mia come across uh, the various locations of his cash houses. Uh, we're talking, you know, $100 million. As uh, as uh, Dom says in the film, There, that $100 million is, is spread across Rio into these different cash houses. Uh, so Toretto gets this idea of let's rob this guy. You know, let's take all his money. Let's split it up, you know, 10, 11 ways. And let's be on our way. On top of that, uh, the Toretto gang must fight off federal agent Luke Cobbs, who is played by Dwayne Johnson. I think The Rock is, in is incredible, not only in this film, uh, but in the franchise overall. He was a great addition to the Fast Universe. He looks insane in this film also. He's got the tight Under Armour shirt on. He's jacked as hell, and he's drenched in sweat every scene that he is in. They must have had like a lifetime supply of baby oil on set for him. It was just nuts, the amount of, you know, sweat coming off of him. I just, I love every scene that Diesel and Johnson are in together, uh, even though off camera they were far from friends. Uh, for those that aren't aware of the situation between Diesel and Johnson off camera, basically they hated each other when they filmed these uh, movies. They did, they did not get along once the camera stopped rolling uh this feud went on for years and years and years when fate of the furious came out johnson said that he was done with the main fast timeline he wanted to focus on spinoffs with the Hobbs character uh instead he didn't want to you know continue down this uh timeline with vin diesel because of their feud uh this led to Hobbs and shaw they have since buried the hatchet from what i understand uh if you've seen fast x you know that Hobbs was in the post credit scene uh, during that film. Uh, so Johnson is now back in the Fast Universe, and you can probably count on him being in Fast 11 whenever that does come out. But it's really, really cool to have Dwayne back in the universe. So since the heist uh, for Reyes' money is so complicated and dangerous, Dom puts together uh, the team consisting of previous Fast and Furious characters. We have Giselle, who is once again played by Gal Gadot. 
Uh, we last saw her in Fast and Furious working for Compost, a.k.a. Braga. Godot is is awesome in this film. Uh, she's a total badass. Fast Five really improved on what Fast and Furious uh, did in regards to the Giselle character. I'm a huge fan of hers. She, of course, went on to play Wonder Woman in the DC Universe. She was in Red Notice with Dwayne Johnson and Ryan Reynolds. And she was in more of the Fast and Furious films. She's been in a, in a bunch of stuff, you know, since she first appeared uh, in her acting debut in Fast and Furious. Uh, she's easily one of my favorites, uh, not only in Fast Five, but in the entire Fast universe as a whole. She's ex-military, so she's pretty much the team's weapons expert, which they, they need uh, in situations like this. Uh, we also get Han, who's played by Sung Kang. Uh, we last saw him in also in Fast and Furious as one of Dom's crew members. Uh, before that, he was in Tokyo Drift. He was actually a main part of Tokyo Drift. If you uh, listen to that episode that I did, uh, he was a key component uh, of that film. He was uh, only in the first uh, couple of scenes in Fast and Furious, so it's great to see him uh, get more screen time in Fast Five because he is awesome. Uh, this is also where his relationship with Giselle starts to form. We'll get more of uh, about their relationship in the next film, Fast and Furious 6. Uh, but it's great to see where it all kind of started. Uh, Han is just really, really awesome in, in Fast 5. We also have Roman, who is once again played by Tyrese Gibson. Uh, we last saw him in Too Fast, Too Furious. He's Brian's buddy from back in the day. Uh, it's great to see the Roman character uh, back. He's pretty much the Joker of the franchise. That's what, honestly, that's what Tyrese does best. Uh, so the character really, really suits him. I give Tyrese a lot of crap for his acting, but he's actually really good in this franchise, uh, specifically this one, because he's hilarious. I mean, I think I laughed at all of his jokes. The The delivery of, of all those jokes was really, really perfect. He pretty much played the same character in the Transformers franchise, if you listen to that season of the podcast, but I think he's way better in these films. Uh, the best part, Com comedic wise for sure is the the back and forth between him and Tej and speaking of Tej uh, he is played by Ludacris once again we also saw him last in Too Fast Too Furious running races in Miami with uh, Brian uh, he, him and Brian apparently go way back uh, they are best buds he essentially is the tech guy of the group Luda is another one of my favorites of the franchise he's really hilarious especially when he's making fun of Roman uh, which she does a lot throughout this franchise. But it's really cool to to get this kind of first film uh, with him as a core member of the Toretto family. So it's really cool to get him back. Uh, and then finally, we have uh, Leo and Santos, who is played by Tego Caldenon and Don Omar. We last saw them in Fast and Furious as well, along with Han. Uh, they're great in this film. Uh, I love their back and forth with each other. You can tell that they're really, really great friends by the way they, they talk to each other and give each other shit. Uh, they make the, they honestly make the iconic bathroom scene that I'll talk about during the breakdown today so much better uh, with their, their arguing back and forth through all that. After Fast Five, they, they pop up periodically in different installments. Uh, this is the film I think that they're most known for, uh, and they're really, really great in here. We also get the return of Vince uh, from The Fast and the Furious. Uh, after the events of the first film, he ended up, as he says, falling through every hellhole uh, until he meets Rosa uh, in Rio. They have a son, Nico, who is uh, revealed to be named after Dominic. Uh, it was great to see him back. 
Uh, we get a couple of shots uh, of his torn up arm as kind of a nod from uh, when he got it ripped up during the final heist in the first film. I love little details like that in franchises. Uh, it just makes it a more cohesive and 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 much enjoyable experience uh, when you get little nods like that. And you can do the classic, you know, Leo point to the screen when, when there's a callback from another movie. It's really, really fun. Unfortunately, Vince is killed during the ambush by Reyes's men. Uh, when I first saw this film, I honestly didn't see that coming. Uh, even though we've gotten a death in pretty much each of the installments uh, so far. Uh, Jesse in the Fast and Furious, Han in Tokyo Drift, Letty in Fast and Furious. I don't recall anyone dying in Too Fast, Too Furious. Uh, yeah, not even the bad guy Carter doesn't die either. So that was an interesting thing. But anyway, it's, I, I just I didn't see Vince's death coming for whatever reason. Um, it was shocking to me when I first saw it. And, and it's honestly kind of heartbreaking every time you go back and rewatch this. Because, yeah, he was kind of a douche to, to Brian a lot. But he was a an essential part of the Toretto family, you know? So seeing him die was really, really unfortunate, especially um, with him kind of to start to warm up to Brian and, and all that. So the music, uh, I love the music in this film. Uh, the last song uh, when they, that kicks up when they open up the safe and see the hundred million uh, in the safe. There is, is one of my favorites of the franchise actually. Uh, my favorite is probably See You Again by Kendrick Lamar uh, from Furious 7, and I'll talk about that song uh, in that episode for sure. The song at the end of Fast 5, I believe, is uh, Danza Kudoro, I think is what the name of it is. Uh, excellent song. Uh, I love it when it kicks in and we get that montage of where everybody's at after they uh, they get their like, 10, 11 million. Really, really awesome song. I love that the film is set in Rio, uh, even though it was filmed in Puerto Rico. Uh, the favela shots are are awesome, especially when Dom is being chased by Hobbs on the rooftops. Uh, those are actually my favorite shots uh, from the original Modern Warfare 2 game. If you remember that one back in 2009, uh, we had that big old level of running through the favela, taking down um, all the bad guys there. Brazil is a beautiful place, though. Uh, Rio looks like an awesome place to, to vacation at, actually. Uh, be cool to see that. The action in this film is what really makes this film so awesome awesome and special uh, i mean dom and brian dragging the vault through rio is one of the greatest and most iconic action sequences ever that sequence alone is what makes this film the best of the franchise everything else just kind of elevates the film more the ambush by reyes's men where we uh get hobbs's team being killed off was insane we have explosions and gunfire coming in all directions the brawl between Dom and Hobbs. Hobbs is very iconic because it's so brutal. And it's these two big actors, you know, Vin Diesel, Dwayne Johnson, just going at it fist to fist. The entire chase sequence through the favela, like I said, is awesome. The action is just incredibly well done throughout this film. It's, it's the franchise at its best. Simple as that. For a while, Furious 6 was... Uh, actually my favorite of the franchise but after rewatching fast five a bunch of times throughout the past couple of years uh it's now my favorite it's actually one of my favorite films in the history of ever i've just i'm really really excited uh for today's breakdown of fast five so let's take a quick break uh before diving into standout scenes from fast five <laughs> 
Check out new release reactions every week on the show. Every week, I break down and review the latest releases to hit theaters or the streaming world. Next up, it's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem. This is the newest animated film about everyone's favorite turtles. Mutant Mayhem is out now, only in theaters. So head out to your local theater today and support the film. Then check out the reaction episode on Cinematic Reviews, which will be dropping on either Monday or Tuesday of next week. All right, let's talk about some standout scenes from Fast Five. First one on the list I have is me and Brian breaking out Dom. This is that cliffhanger from Fast and Furious. Awesome way to set up the movie. Uh, uh, like I said, I love it when uh, installments of a franchise have kind of cliffhangers leading into the next movie. It makes it a little more uh, cohesive and, and a much more fun experience for the audiences and fans of the franchise. Uh, so we see Mia and Brian coming in with their really cool cars. I believe Leo and Santos is with them as well. Mia kind of distracts uh, the bus driver so that Brian could come into the front, tap on his brakes, and, and give it a little little tap in the front of the bus to cause it to flip a few times in a crazy, crazy sequence. Um, really, really awesome. It's amazing that nobody was injured because um, it, it was a pretty uh, violent crash. Uh, but Dom is able to escape, and they head uh, off to Rio in order to uh, ditch the FBI, essentially. Next scene I have is the train heist with Vince. Uh, this is kind of what kicks off uh, this entire war between Toretto and Reyes. Uh, it turns out that Reyes has a has the locations of his cash houses inside one of the cars. Um, at the time, they did not know this. They kind of stumble across this by accident. Uh, they're simply uh, just on a job to to steal these cars uh, in exchange for money so that they can kind of live off of. Turns out that these are seized cars by the FBI, and that's what kind of also kickstarts uh, this feud between Hobbs and Toretto because Hobbs is recruited by the FBI to track down these guys. But this is a crazy action sequence. Uh, awesome way that they did this. I love that they did it practically too. Um, with the flatbed truck crashing into the train. You have all the cars uh, being slingshotted onto that uh, flatbed. And then lowered down. And then they drive off with the cars so that they can sell them. Uh, just really, really awesome. We get that crazy fight where Brian jumps onto the flatbed. Uh, not flatbed. Excuse me. Fat bed truck um where he fights off the two guys one dude's got a blowtorch which was just freaking nuts so he's got to dodge that guy kicks those guys out realizes that there's a bridge coming up uh so him and dom jump onto one of the last cars and they uh jump off of the cliff in order to avoid uh collision with the train and, and the bridge really really cool um i love paul walker's expression when they get to the to the edge of the cliff and they got to kind of just jump off and he's, he's kind of got that oh shit look in his face paul walker's really good at that I, I love seeing his reaction to to all this crazy stuff in here but yeah it's just a really really great action sequence um and then this will lead into uh the next scene i have is a uh, hobbs chasing down dom to the favela like i said hobbs was basically recruited by the fbi to hunt down toretto and the rest of the guys uh because they are being blamed for the murder 
of the FBI agents on the uh, the train that they stole the cars from. Uh, but in reality, it was Reyes's guys uh, who caused all this mess. They're just kind of being the the patsies in this. Hobbs doesn't really care, uh, you know, as he says throughout the film. Uh, these are names that hit my desk, and I'm just trying to clear my desk. He doesn't give a shit if they're innocent or guilty. He has a job, and he's willing to do it. Um, I love Brian's uh, way of describing Hobbs, where he is, you know, guns, bullets, wrath of God kind of guy, you know, and you can really tell that in in the way that Dwayne presents himself as Hobbs. He's got that really thick accent, uh, definitely a big God guy. He loves his bullets, loves his his explosions, you know, stuff like that. But this scene of, of Hobbs chasing down Dom throughout the favela is really cool with them jumping on the, the rooftops. And we get one of the best shots of the franchise where Diesel's jumping off one of the rooftops and he looks back behind him and Dwayne comes crashing through out one of the windows. It's really, really cool how they shot that. Um, then we get that, that intense stare down when they lock eyes eye and Dom just bolts it, and then Dwayne goes right after him. It's really, really cool. At the same time, we have Brian and Mia uh, dodging Reyes' guys. Uh, we get to see Brian kind of show off of his police training with his hand-to-hand fighting, which I think is a little sloppy. You know, it's not, like, brutal like Vin Diesel or Dwayne does where they're, you know, they're going muscle-to-muscle. Brian is more tactical and strategic in his fighting style. Uh, which is really cool to to kind of point out when you watch these films. But great, great scene. Uh, you really get to see the the intensity between Hobbs and and Dom during this chase sequence for sure. Uh, next scene. Uh, this is the getting the team together montage. This is where Dom lays it out and and the each uh, element that every character brings to it. Um, I love a good montage. Uh, this film definitely didn't disappoint. You know, he's running through the list where he's like, we need a weapons expert. That's where Giselle comes in. You need a tech guy. That's where Ludacris comes in. We need a guy that can, you know, is a joker that can talk his way through any situation. That's where Roman comes in. Um, you need uh, a couple guys with explosive uh, experience. That's where Leo and Santos comes in. And then you need a chameleon, as he calls them, somebody that can kind of get in and out of a situation. And then that's where Han gets in. And then he finishes with, we need two precision drivers, two guys that don't crack under pressure. And of course, Brian is like, you know, we got that, meaning him and Dom are the precision drivers to take the money out of where they are. So really, really awesome montage. I, I, I love it. It's one of the best parts of this franchise, for sure, is getting the team together and seeing who's coming back for this installment really really fun then we get the big scene this scene no matter how many times i watched it it is one of the grossest scenes i have ever seen on screen this is where leo and santos destroy the bathroom at the police station uh so kind of the context of the scene so it turns out that the money uh so after they hit all the cash houses uh this forces reyes to put all the 100 million under one roof that, of course, is the vault inside of a police station, um, which is crazy, as Roman says in one of the big lines of the movie. You know, this went from Mission Impossible to Mission in freaking Sanity. Um, so in order to get access to the police station, they need to get uh, into the camera system. 
so in order to do that, Leo and Santos comes up with an idea to blow up the plumbing of the police station so that they can come in as custodians and fix it up. Uh, but in reality, they're going in to hack into the camera system of the police station so that they can plan out uh, their route and, and figure out a way to get in and out of there without being seen. Now, when I mean blow up the plumbing system, they really blew it up. Like we see everything come out of those toilets. And the best part is that the officer that we see Roman interact with when he's there is taking a number two while these toilets get exploded with crap and toilet paper and, and all this. And it's, I can't, when Leo and Santos get in there and you see, um, I believe it's Santos is, is the one he comes in and he covers his mouth and his nose. And he's just like, Oh, this is disgusting. I cannot imagine the smell in that bathroom after watching the toilets just get annihilated. And Leo walks in as if it's nothing, you know, it's, it's as if he's been in the situation before it's their reactions are so 180 of each other. And it's hilarious how each one acts to it. Um, it's just one of the most disgusting scenes ever. If you've of course seen the film, cause you're listening to this episode, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, but if you haven't just, you know, you could straight up just YouTube this, this clip and it's, it's just so disgusting. Uh, but I mean, it's, it's what makes this film so special. It scenes like this where they annihilate a bathroom, uh, in the way that they did. It's just crazy. Then we get to the police car race between Han, Roman, Brian, and Dom. This is a really, really cool scene. I love it when we put races in these films. Um, we don't really get races in this one, uh, which I'm totally fine with because there's a lot of other great stuff in here. Uh, but at least there is one car race that we get to watch, and it's and it's one of the most fun races I think of the franchise. So they, so Dom gets this idea of stealing four cop cars so that they can get in and out of the police station kind of like being invisible uh because they've they've tried they've done trial runs throughout the route of the police station with different cars and they just can't quite get it down they can't beat the camera system so dom gets this idea of hey let's just let's use their weapons against them let's get into cop cars and let's kind of blend in with the crowd which is a smart idea so they steal these four cars and then Roman gets this idea of, hey, I got about a hundred grand that I can beat you guys in the next quarter mile. And then Han's like, you know, we're probably gonna die. We're probably not gonna get out of this. Let's just up the ante. Let's just make it an even million. They all agree. And then we get this really, really cool race. Uh, at the very beginning, we have Roman flipping up the, the cop lights, as I talked about in the facts segment, um, which was a malfunction, uh, but it's still something that Roman would do. So they're racing neck to neck. Uh, it comes down to Brian and Dom, as it usually does, and Brian ends up winning. But turns out that Dom let him win. Uh, it was a quote-unquote baby B gift, as uh, Roman states, uh, because Mia is pregnant. Uh, that gets, It gets revealed that she is pregnant throughout this film. Uh, so Dom kind of just lets him win and say, hey, here's an extra you know, $3 million, uh, for my little niece or nephew coming in and Brian's kind of like, that's messed up, but hey, I still won. Winning is winning. Uh, but essentially, Don let him win, so that was pretty cool. Then we get to Hobbs versus Dom, the very, very iconic brawl between the two characters. 
Dwayne comes in just hot. You know, they they had this plan where um, I didn't put it in the standout scenes, but it's still a really cool scene where they uh, kind of trick Hobbs into to meeting them out into uh, like downtown Brazil, where they kind of do their racing stuff. Uh, Tej uh, ends up putting a tracker on Hobbs's like tank of a vehicle. Turns out that Hobbs ended up finding that tracker. Um, so he kind of pulls a fast one on them and comes in just hot and ready. Uh, him and Vin Diesel just, they just start brawling and it's crazy. They're throwing punches, they're throwing each other into windows. Um, yeah, it's just a crazy, crazy fight between these two behemoths of a man and they just, they just go at it fist for fist, uh, muscle to muscle. And at one point, Dom picks up a wrench, uh, kind of like a nod to when he beat up uh, the reason why he went to prison the first time was beating the shit out of a guy with a with a wrench. Um, so that was a kind of a cool nod there. Uh, but he decides not to kill Hobbs. Um, he ends up getting taken into custody. And and yeah, but this is an awesome, awesome scene uh, between Dwayne and, and Viso, uh, especially with the context of them hating each other made this fight even more intense uh, because you could probably imagine that they just, they really wanted to punch each other um, because they hated, hated, him, hated each other so much on set. It kind of melted into this fight, which I think made it even more awesome. Just one of the best scenes of the film. Uh, so then they get, in, they get put into custody. And then that brings us to the next scene I have on my list. Uh, and that is uh, Reyes's crew killing uh, Hobbs's crew during that ambush. Very violent, uh, violent sequence. I always forget how violent this is. You got gunfire coming around. You got RPGs getting shot at. Grenades are flying. At one point, so one of the trucks gets flipped, and we see one of Hobbs's guys kind of hanging out of the window, kind of like half dead. And then we get this shot of like three grenades getting thrown at him. That is a little excessive. We see the big explosion. That guy is gone. Dwayne gets thrown back onto his ass. All of his guys are getting shot up and blown up. It's I just always forget how violent and crazy this scene is. Uh, but it was really, really well done with, with all that. Once it seems like Hobbs is kind of done for, um, Elena uh, breaks out uh, Dom and the, the rest of the guys from the car. They pick up their guns and they start shooting Reyes' men to kind of protect Hobbs and show that, hey, we may be at odds right now, but we're not killers. We're going to help you uh, fight off these guys. Uh, yeah, it's just a really, really intense, crazy scene. And I always forget how freaking violent it is. God, that just blows my mind every time I see that, that dude, the one dude gets three grenades thrown at him. That's just, that's a little excessive. Uh, next scene I have is Dom and Brian dragging the vault through Rio. This is probably my favorite scene of sequence of the film. Uh, probably the ambush from Reyes's guys, probably a close second with the bathroom scene being a close third, but this is one of the greatest scenes in film history. Um, so they end up getting into the police station. They hook up the safe to the cars with these really, really uh, industrial cables. And they just pull the freaking safe out of the wall and they drive it through Rio. They're crashing into buildings, crashing into the cars. At one point, they take out a freaking bank. 
that was nuts. They're just they're dragging this big ass vault through Rio, crashing into things, using it as a weapon at one point. One of my favorite shots of the sequence is they get stuck. They have to go through this alleyway because they're kind of pinned down. So Paul Walker gets this idea of kind of like swinging out behind it. Dom is pushing it forward with his car or pulling it forward with his car. And Brian is backing up and pushing it in reverse down this alleyway. It's one of the coolest things ever. Uh, once they get clear of the alleyway, Paul Walker kind of drives in reverse and does this really cool uh, spin move with the e-brake uh, and just comes back in. It's really freaking cool. This, this entire like 10, 15 minutes of them dragging through this safe through Rio is freaking awesome. One of my favorite scenes ever in a movie. It's just really, really cool. I could watch this on YouTube a hundred times and not get bored of it. It's just really freaking awesome. Uh, so once they carve out this like 10 second window, uh, they meet up with the garbage truck, which turns out to have Giselle, uh, Leo, and Santos in there. They load up the vault in the back of the the, uh, the garbage truck, and they take the fake safe uh, that's in the front. They kind of pull a fast one on not only Reyes, but also Hobbs. Uh, so now they have the $100 million safely in their hands, and they're dragging this fake safe that they were practicing on. Um, just really freaking cool. I, I just love every second of this uh, crazy vault sequence through Rio. And then the final scene I have on my list is Dom taking out ZZ and Reyes with the vault. Uh, ZZ is, um, and I didn't know this until I watched it this time. ZZ is that, that Reyes' right-hand guy that we see all the time kind of pop up. Uh, I didn't know what his name was until I finally looked it up, and his name is ZZ, which is uh, crazy. I think Reyes says it once in the film also. Uh, but yeah, so I had to look up his name, and his name is ZZ. Um, so Dom gets this idea of, hey, we're not going to make this out, so I'm going to let you go. So he unhooks Brian's cable, sending Brian off. He pulls a 180, comes backwards, dragging the safe, and just annihilates every cop car in his way, taking out Reyes' guys also in their SUVs with machine guns attached to them. It's an awesome scene where he's driving down the bridge. He's going back and forth. He's swinging the vault around, using it as a battering ram, uh, and just taking out all these cars. Uh, when he gets to Reyes's car, he he does this spin move where he drags the vault across the other side of the highway and tumbles into the car. And he hops out of his car and it like slingshots his car onto Reyes's SUV, crushing it. And it's really, really freaking cool. I love that entire sequence. Again, that's another clip on YouTube I could watch 100 times and not get bored of it. Uh, but ZZ and Reyes aren't dead. Uh, their vehicles are obviously disabled. But they end up crawling out of there. ZZ's the first one to come out of the car with a gun pointing at Dom. But he gets shot a couple times by Brian. You know, Brian, being the loyal guy, is not going to let Dom uh, hang out to dry. So he comes back and shoots ZZ. Uh, and then Reyes kind of pops out of the car too afterwards, begging Hobbs to to help him because he's a cop. Hobbs pulls out his big ass pistol and fires a couple rounds into his chest, saying, "That's for my team, you some bitch." Uh, it's just really, really violent way to to end this movie, but it's so freaking awesome. I didn't put, I should have put it in here. I didn't put the the last uh, montage. Uh, at the end of the film, but they end up 
opening the safe. They get the hundred million. Uh, this is my favorite song. It kicks in there. And then we see everybody, uh, kind of what they're doing with their money. Uh, Leo and Santos go to Monaco to, to gamble it. Um, Giselle and Han are driving through Europe in their beautiful looking car. Um, Brian and Mia are on a beach, uh, kind of waiting for her to give birth. Uh, Elena and Dom are together. They kind of come and visit, uh, Mia and Brian on the beach there in their beach house. Um, then the film ends with, uh, Brian saying, Hey, I want another chance. I want to race you again. And so that's kind of where the, the movie ends. Uh, I should have put that in here, but I didn't. Uh, but yeah, it's, so that's fast five. Uh, one of the best action movies of all time. I just absolutely love this film. Uh, the vault scene through Rio is definitely my favorite with probably the fight between Hobbs and Dom. And then probably the bathroom sequence as third, but all these scenes are great in their own way. I just really, really love this movie. Next up, we have favorite quotes. So we're going to run through these quotes here. I tried to, to get quotes from, from everybody, not just one character. Uh, the first one I have on my list is, how does it feel to be on the other side of a wanted poster? Uh, this is Vince to, to Brian, uh, kind of hinting that, hey, you've been a cop your whole life. How does it feel to be on the other side of that you know, wanted poster? Really, really cool. Uh, this one from Hobbs. Don't ever, ever let them get into the cars. Uh, we heard that one from the trailer. Really, really awesome. Uh, so I put this one down uh, from Vin Diesel. I remember everything about my father. The reason why I put that down is because of how he says father in that line. Uh, I kind of chuckle every time I hear it. Uh, this one from Giselle. They open the same time I pull this trigger. Uh, this is her response to Roman when they first meet. And he's like, you know, hey, baby, what, what, time, does the, what time does your legs open? Uh, and then she pulls out her gun and says they open the same time I pull this trigger. Probably one of my favorite lines in here. I just, I love Gal Gadot. Uh, how she does doesn't take shit from anybody. It's really, really cool. Um, this one from Brian. Well, it depends on how you define special. Now, I like, I love using this joke to my brothers all the time. Uh, it's just, it cracks me up. I love how Brian is just picks on Roman so much uh, like they were brothers. Uh, this one, another one from Vin Diesel because of how he says it. Uh, this time is, this is Brazil. I love I just love how he says Brazil. Uh, this one is another from from Dom. This is what I opened the episode with. Money will come and go. We know that. The most important thing in life will always be the people in this room, right here, right now. Salute me, familia. Uh, really, really love it. Uh, this one from Tej. So did he like slap that ass, or did he grab and hold on to it? He says that a couple times uh, throughout the movie, and I I think it's a funny line. Uh, the next one, there are a couple of them from Roman. Uh, this first one, it says Caucasian. Uh, it's tan. You know a tan? Uh, this is when he's in the police station trying to talk his way into the evidence room so that he can put the little RC car in there for Luda to drive around with. The cop looks at the uh, the FBI badge and says it's it says Caucasian. Um, of course, hinting that he's using Brian's old FBI badge. Um, but Roman, Tyrese being a black guy, tries to to convince the cop that it's a tan, even though he's black. It's just really, really funny. Uh, this other one from Roman afternoon officer license and registration, please. This is when Roman and Han come driving in through the, the vault, uh, scene at the end where they're in the cop cars 
they kind of blend in and they take out uh, all the cops around Brian and Dom so that they can escape. Um, I thought that was a really funny line for him to, to yell out during that scene. And then this last one from uh, Hobbs is when he shoots Reyes at the end where he goes, that's for my team, you son bitch. And I just love how he says son bitch with that. That's kind of like that Southern accent that he's got going on for the character. Uh, favorite line, though, it's got to be uh, from Giselle. They open the same time I pulled this trigger. I just really love how she she handled herself during that scene and how she she said that line. It's really, really cool. Favorite car. Um, it's got to be the 2010 Dodge, Dodge Charger SRT8s that Dom and Brian are driving when they're dragging the vault around. Uh, I love the the kind of the rig they got in the back uh, with the cables coming out of it. Really, really cool. I love the Dodge Chargers. Uh, got the slick black look to them. They, they're they basically indestructible in this scene. Uh, I just really, really love them. Favorite stunt? No surprise. It's that that scene where Dom and Brian are dragging the vault through Rio. Uh, I, I could talk about that for hours. It's one of the greatest action scenes ever, uh, definitely of the century. Uh, a lot of great stuff in there. I talked about how Brian, you know, goes in reverse and he's pushing the vault through the alleyway as Dom is pulling it, flips back around, and they use it as a batting ram. I mean, they take out a freaking bank while they do it, taking out cop cars, taking out street lights. Just they do so much crazy stuff in this scene. And it's just really, really awesome. I love it. Negatives. Only one negative I have, and that is Letty should have been in this installment. The only thing that could make this film better is Michelle Rodriguez being in it. Um, I talked about this last week's episode. I think it was a mistake killing her off in the fourth one. Obviously, they realized it because they put her in the post credit scene of this one, hinting that she is still alive. Um, I think a lot of fans were very, very vocal about the decision to kill her off in the fourth one. Uh, so she'll be back in the sixth one. Uh but really, the only thing that can make this film better is if they would have had Michelle Rodriguez in here. And it's and you kind of miss having her in here. There's a lot of cool stuff uh, that she could have been a part of in here. So really, really unfortunate that she's not in the best movie uh, of the franchise until the post credit scene. And then burning questions. I got a few of them here. Uh, I had a tough time just deciding if this was a negative or a burning question. So I just threw it in the burning questions. How exactly did Dom lose his necklace? Did he just purposely throw it on the ground? Because I rewound this a couple of times. At no point does it become obvious that it fell off of him. Because if you go like shot for shot between that interaction between him and Elena in the alleyway during while they're getting shot at, he still has the necklace on. But then the immediate shot afterwards... It's on the ground somehow, so I don't really understand how he lost it. There's no way that he turned around that quickly and it just flew off of his neck. He had to have purposely dropped it for whatever reason to, to find out where she lives maybe or to have that interaction with her. I don't know. It's just really, really weird that... And he like pays no attention to it either being missing, so I'm thinking maybe he left it on purpose, but I, just, I don't understand why he would do it on purpose. Uh, he's kind of risky going to Elena's house. Maybe it was to get her on his side. Maybe it was to to try to explain that they aren't criminals. I'm not exactly sure. The movie kind of insinuates the way it's shot that he that he did put it on purpose, but I'm not positive on that. Uh, so it's just a question I've always had of rewatching this. Another one, 
Will we see Vince's son, Nico, again? Um, now we're approaching Fast 11. Um, it'd be really cool to get Nico, especially with now we have little Brian in the mix. Uh, if you've seen Fast X, little Brian is a little older now. He's starting to get mixed up into the action. Uh, it'd be really cool to get some kind of interaction with him and Nico, uh, kind of being like cousins in a way. Uh, so that'd be really cool to get him back. Will Eva Mendez come back? So this is the last time we see her. Um, she's in the post credit scene. She reveals to Hobbs that Letty is alive. And that's it. She's only in Too Fast, Too Furious. And then the post credit scene here. I think it would be really cool if she came back for Fast 11 or Fast 12. Um, but I wouldn't hold my breath. Uh, it doesn't seem like she's on high high priority list of people to call for these movies. Um, but it would be really awesome if we got her after all these years. Uh, yeah, it would be just really, really cool. And then the last one I have is who won between Santos and Leo at the roulette table in Monaco. So in that scene, we see, uh, I believe it's Leo putting his 10 million on black. And then I think it's Santos puts his on red. And then we get the, the roulette ball getting dropped. It looks like it's actually going to hit the green space. But then it kind of bounces, and we get the shot where it kind of bounces around the red and the black. So I want to say Santos wins that one. But either way, one of them is winning a bunch of money, and the other one will get it back, I'm sure. Uh, but I've always been curious on who actually won that whole thing there at the roulette table because they were really arguing about red versus black. So the end episode, let's go over the Fast and Furious rankings. So as a refresher, here is where the Fast and Furious rankings are sitting. Uh, number one, Fast Five. Two, Furious Seven. Three, Fast and Furious Six. Four, The Fast and the Furious. Five, Fast and Furious. Six, Too Fast, Too Furious. Seven, The Fate of the Furious. 8, Tokyo Drift, 9, Hobbs and Shaw, 10, Fast X, and then at 11, F9, The Fast Saga. Fast Five's number one, obviously. Uh, it's not going to get dethroned. Uh, it is the best of the franchise. It's the franchise at its peak. Um, it just doesn't get be better from here. Um, like I said earlier, 6 and 7 are pretty close, um, but they're just not quite on the same level. As Fast Five. Fast Five is just something truly, truly special uh, overall. I am curious, though, if uh, Six kind of leapfrogs Seven. Uh, a lot of times when I rewatch this franchise, Six and Seven kind of get flipped in that two or three spot. Uh, right now, it's Furious Seven because of the whole, you know, everything surrounding Paul Walker's death at the time and just how they were able to handle his passing and all that. But I do really, really love Fast and Furious Six. Uh, Luke Evans, who plays the antagonist in that film, uh, is really, really good. I love all the action in there. Uh, just incredible movie. Um, so, yeah, I'm just really curious next week if Fast and Furious 6 ends up leaflogging Furious 7 once more. Uh, and then later on, I'm, we'll, we'll see if any of these bottom tier ones change. Uh, really curious to see if uh, The Fate of the Furious... Uh, Chops further down because I remember not caring so much for that one because that was the first installment uh, 
after the passing of Paul Walker. Um, but I guess we'll find out when we get to those later ones. But I am super excited uh, for next week with Fast and Furious 6. Uh, definitely one of my favorites of the franchise. Like I said, it's been it was my number one for the longest time. Uh, but then Fast 5 dethroned it. Um, but yeah, d- these next couple of weeks are going to be really, really fun with with 6 and 7. And then we're going to start getting into these newer installments that are just aren't good. A lot of issues with those. Um, but I am curious to to rewatch them to see how I feel now uh, and talk about it on the show. So, yeah, so that is so you can check out this list on both IMDb and Letterboxd. Um, all you have to do is just search for Cinematic Reviews. It's on there along with like 80 plus lists. I'm always adding more on there. I just added my Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle rankings um, and then I will add the new film Mutant Mayhem uh, during the new release reaction episode uh, for sure. But you can check out all my rankings uh, out there. I, I love ranking movies. It's part of the reasons why I love this, love doing this podcast is being able to, to rank these franchises and, and talk about them and kind of throw out my thought process uh, to you guys and how I view these franchises and how I rank uh, the installments within them. So it's really, really fun to do. Uh, so yeah, check out those today. Well, that'll do it for this week's Fast and Furious episode here on Cinemac Reviews. Tune in next week for the breakdown of Fast and Furious 6. Also, check out new release reactions every week on the show. Next up, it's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem. That episode should be dropping either Monday or Tuesday, so be on the lookout for that. Until then, always remember to live life a quarter mile at a time.